Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects, powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Underscore EBY. Get ready to take flight. We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Elite Seekers, what's going on? We are a week into 2021, and that means we're well into our 2021 draft preps. We are looking at guys that we're going to pick up on our Debbie teams. Who finished the college year strong? We got a national championship coming up here in a few days. It's a good time of the year. It is one of my favorite. The offseason is, is just packed with content, packed with information that we have to go through, sort through, figure out how that's going to help our team and bring those trophies back to the home team. So I'm pumped up for this one. We are going to switch it up a little bit rather than just talk about some of these incoming prospects. I actually wanted to talk about value. And how volatile value is when you're talking about incoming freshmen or guys that just finished up their freshman season in college football. So we're going to talk about things that can affect that and show how we can seek out great opportunities to draft or trade for guys if we're really paying attention. Now, some of these factors that can make a difference in the rise and fall of value can include playing time. Playing time is a big one. If you get a stud prospect who's ranked in that top five or top 10 via one of these recruiting sites like 24-7, and then they get some playing time right out of the gates, you are going to see either maintained value if they're already one of the top studs, or you're going to see value drop if they are one of those top studs and all of a sudden they're not playing at all for whatever reason. This also is going to create a great opportunity For you to look at guys that were not ranked as high as you might have thought and fell into an opportunity, whether it was via an injury or they just happen to beat guys out in spring ball or whatever it might be. Playing time is huge and shows how much the coaching staffs will be invested into these Debbie players early on in their careers. Now, I mentioned how playing time can happen because of an injury in front of them. Well, injuries can also be a big part of the factor for these incoming freshmen, because if they get injured when they are expected to get a lot of playing time, they're going to be a name that just gets forgotten because someone else is going to step up. It's going to be someone else's job. And then you have the next recruiting class coming in and people are just going to forget. So this can create great opportunities to negotiate, to trade, to acquire guys onto your rosters and continue to better your team. Now, when we talk about competition being one of these factors that can make a difference in the rise and fall of the value of these Debbie players, you have to take into account what school they're going to. Now, if a big time recruit signs with the school like Alabama or Clemson or LSU, the expectation isn't always that they're going to start right away. There's probably competition there. And that is something that you can live with as you know that factor going in. On the flip side, for somebody coming in that is expected to not get a ton of playing time and all of a sudden, because of competition, they win more snaps than we thought or as the season goes on, they increase on those opportunities, you are talking about a big time value riser. 
So competition really has to do with where you're at, who you're going against, but it's something to pay attention to and continue to read as we continue to monitor these prospects going forward. Now, with increased usage, increased playing time, increased opportunity comes results. Now, if with these increased opportunities, we don't see good results or unlimited playing time. We don't see really good efficiency and flashes, as we like to say, then it becomes a problem and it becomes something where you start looking at the next prospects, you start looking at the competition already in the room. And again, another opportunity for value to drop. So you have to pay attention to all these factors. And when you see results that aren't up to par, you really got to look into it. Dig deeper. Is it an O-line issue? Is it an offense issue? Is there an injury they're dealing with? Or is this player just not cut out and not fitting you know, into the college football game? As we once thought, not every prospect pans out. It just doesn't work like that. This is a tough, tough game. So we got to see the performance on the field. Now, as football continues to evolve and college sports in general continue to evolve, you really have to pay attention to all the information coming your way, whether that's Twitter, your favorite websites, your favorite podcast, you know, what we're putting out here at Destination Debbie, whatever it is, you got to kind of find a way to filter all the information coming at you. And understand how that is going to affect players on your roster. How is it going to affect value overall of a lot of these Debbie prospects that are playing right now? Two big things that are huge with everything going on is incoming recruits, incoming transfers. Transfers happen more than ever. I don't have the stats in front of me, but the amount of times that we see guys transfer and be granted that that ability to play right away is higher than ever especially with what's going on in 2020 and, and now going into 2021 with COVID and, and different things where guys want to be playing closer to family, et cetera. So understand who these guys are going to be competing with. Pay attention to the news. What players are looking to go to what programs? Is there any big time recruits coming in that may take away an opportunity for a Debbie prospect to develop? You know, that's going to be huge. And something if you're not paying attention to, you can get blindsided really, really quickly. When it comes to the volatility around value, when we're talking about these prospects from a value standpoint, team success is big time. When you're looking at a school that consistently participates in the college football playoffs or consistently is at top of their conference, you know, against better competition. These are factors that allow you to better project how a player could do at the NFL level. And at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to do here. So that is very important. You got to really try to separate, you know, judging a guy or or scouting a guy by, you know, the logo on their jersey, the logo on their helmet. But also, you got to understand the competition that some of these guys are going against. Not just the teams that they're playing, but what competition do they have every day in practice? How is that making them a better player? How is that helping them from a development standpoint? Team success overall is huge especially when we're talking about offensive players, talking about running backs, we're talking about quarterback, talking about wide receivers. These guys make a huge impact to the success of a team. So if a team is horrible, it's going to be tough to have top prospects from those teams. Not impossible, but a lot tougher, therefore bringing value down of said players. And as we talk about said players and these Debbie guys, it's really, really important for you to pay attention to physical maturation. How are these guys doing once they reach the college level? Are they gaining weight if they're a running back? Because that's, that's important. These guys take a lot of hits. 
Are they going to be able to stand up to a full workload? Are they built for that? Is that the type of running back you're looking at? It's important to know these guys are getting stronger. They're getting faster. What type of injuries do they have going on? Like all of these pieces are, you know, are, are really important. And you'll hear coaches like listen to what the coaching staffs are saying about guys in the weight room and what they're doing to get better. These work ethic pieces are a big, big piece of the pie later on. And what will help them fight through and become a top level NFL talent if that's in the cards for them. So pay attention. If a guy's 170 pounds, is he putting on 10 to 15 pounds, you know, in the first year or two? You know, it's it's really important. Is a guy coming in over 200 pounds? Is he did he gain any weight at all? Did he go up another 10 pounds? Like these little things might not seem like a big deal, but it translates to workload and ability to stay on the field and ability to transition from that high school level to the college football game. And you're hoping that it will also be the same from college to the NFL game. So pay attention to physical maturation. It is so, so important. So now I want to talk about some examples of guys in the 2023 draft eligible class. So they're just finishing up that freshman year or just finished up their freshman year. And what does their value look like from when they came in as a prospect out of high school to one year later after they've completed their freshman season in college? Okay, so the first guy I'm going to touch on is a well, well well-known name. So let's get right into it. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Hold up, Ben. Before we get into it, I want to tell everyone about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and you just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As a part of the program, you receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to a community discord and e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher and all the other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, 
Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptances into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com forward slash join. Check out the description box for this episode to find out more. And that's bwhustle.com forward slash join. All right, Ben, back to you, big dog. First, we're going to talk about number one ranked running back prospect on 24-7 sports last year, Bajan Robinson out of Tucson, Arizona. He just completed his freshman year with Texas. He came in listed at six foot, 200 pounds as a high school prospect, but now he has bulked up to 222 pounds. And you love to see this from a workhorse running back. He played in nine games this year, starting six of them. And Texas went five and one in his six games as a starter. So we talked about that team success. And, and Bijan was a huge, huge piece to that. So it's really important to pay attention there. He ended up carrying the ball 86 times this year for a team high 703 yards and four touchdowns, while also adding another 15 receptions for 196 yards and two touchdowns, helping to earn honorable mention for the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. My favorite part about his season is that he finished it with a bang by earning the Valero Alamo Bowl Offensive MVP Award with his 10-carry, 183 yards, and one touchdown, while also adding another two catches for 37 yards in that game. This is what it's all about. So We talked about playing time. Yep, got it. Got the starts in there was able to avoid injuries. He had really no competition. He came in, he was going to be the man, and, and he ended up being the man. Okay, results were there. He led the team in rushing yards, finished the year with a bang, and, and we're not worried about incoming recruits when you're talking about the number one overall recruit coming in anyway. Not worried about transfers. This guy helped his team to a 5-1 and one record when starting, and he put on 222 pounds. So there's that uh, you know physical maturation that we're talking about. It is big it is a great sign going on for his future and, and this is a guy that just maintained the ranking that he was at he will stay in that top tier however you have him whether you got him at number one or or down to number three somewhere in that top tier i don't expect that to change very much for him so robinson is a guy that came in with a big big expectation and lived up to it and that's what you're looking for According to 24-7 Sports, last year's number two ranked running back prospect was Zach Evans out of Houston, Texas, ended up signing with TCU. He was listed at 5'11", 200 pounds, and he's now listed at 195 pounds, so not much change at all there. Could just be differences in scales and accuracy, so not really a big deal, no, no plus, no minus. He is a guy that finished with almost 5,000 yards and 76 touchdowns while leading his team to two straight Texas 6A Division I state championships. Big time, big time prospect. He was originally going to be going to Georgia. So when he signed with TCU, it absolutely turned heads. This is their first ever five-star recruit that signed with them. So it is, it is big time and it was a value drop for Zach Evans. Guys expected him to be in the SEC, no doubt. They expected a Georgia, LSU, Alabama. It's got to go to one of those. Nope, chose TCU. 
And, and you know what? School track record does matter when we're talking value. So you saw a little bit of a dip right out of the gates. And this is something that he's going to have to recover from. But I am not worried. Evans did not start out the season with a big time bang. He started off slow, to be fair. But as the season went on, he picked up. His last game of the season, he ended up taking seven carries and turned them into 130 yards and two touchdowns against Louisiana Tech. By far his best performance of the season on limited touches. He finished the season with only 54 carries, but had 415 yards and four touchdowns, which was good for 7.7 yards per carry. And if you look at his touches as the season went on, they continue to go up, except for that blowout game where he still finished with the most yards he's had all year. Great, great things to see. Zach Evans' value had a big-time drop, obviously, for for choosing TCU over a a school like Georgia. But when you dive into the uptick of touches, his explosiveness on every touch, and the fact that he finished with his best game as his last game, he's absolutely someone that you got to get on your rosters before it's too late. You'll probably see his name start to pick up in the Debbie community, you know, all offseason and warming up for that 2021 run. But I'm telling you, get it done now. Find a way to get him on your rosters. The value drop is not justified. Give him some time. The, the cream always rises to the top. Last year's number three ranked running back prospect, according to 24-7 Sports, was none other than Demarcus Bowman out of Lakeland, Florida. He went to Clemson for a couple games and then immediately entered in the transfer portal. And he is now at Florida. He was listed at 5'9", 191 pounds as a prospect. And he's now listed at 5'10". So again, close enough. We don't see any difference. The the weight didn't change. He is an explosive five-star recruit. I was expected to follow in the footsteps of Travis Etienne at Clemson. But it didn't happen. A lot going on. Do some digging. You'll find out. That the big reason for him choosing Clemson over hometown Florida was so his grandfather could watch a lot of his games as he wasn't able to when he was in high school and his grandfather lived within driving distance with Clemson. Unfortunately, Bowman's grandfather passed away and with him not being at the games, he quickly became homesick and realized the best move for him was to be close to his family in Florida and he decided to let the coaches know, made a quick exit out of Clemson. So this is a big time move. That kind of took away his freshman season because he didn't have too many carries. He was obviously playing behind Etienne this year. So it was a role he was going to grow into, and we expected that. But once he transferred and he just didn't see him the rest of the year, his name fell off the radar. Big time mistake, I'm telling you. This guy is a top three running back prospect who compiled over 5,000 yards and 71 touchdowns for Lakeland. But I'm here to tell you, he is going to be a big, big piece of the pie in 2021 and beyond for the Florida Gators. This is a huge get. They were disappointed when you went to Clemson. So to turn it around and have them come back home is a big deal. And this is a stud prospect. Sure, this is a value drop, no doubt, from if you picked him last offseason, expecting him to be at Clemson, but it will not affect his future. I'm a big believer that you got to do what's right for you. You got to have your mind right. And being close to family sounds like a great move for him. And I'm happy that he was able to pull that off. This young man will have his speed on display in Gainesville for years to come. So pay attention. Take advantage of this value drop. Find a way to get Demarcus Bowman on your radar, on your roster. Whatever you got to do, make it happen. It will pay off. 
From a value standpoint, the last guy that I'm going to jump into here is Devon A-Chain, running back out of Missouri City, Texas, who is at Texas A&M. And he's somebody that was fairly quiet all year. He was the 19th ranked running back prospect because, hey, there's a lot of studs in this class. But don't get it twisted. He was only 170 pounds coming out as a high school prospect at 5'9". He's now listed at 185. And if you had a chance to watch the Orange Bowl, he stood out. He was named the Orange Bowl MVP after taking 12 carries for 140 yards and two touchdowns while adding another two receptions for 24 yards. He didn't get a ton of play this year because he plays behind Isaiah Spiller. But when Spiller was dealing with some injuries with that Orange Bowl, it was, it was time for somebody to step up and A-Chain looked the part. He definitely looked bigger. He had great contact balance. He is explosive and able to break off the big play at any time. This is a guy who took advantage of opportunity due to injury and value will skyrocket. Probably not drafted in majority of deep Debbie, you know, drafts last year, but this is a guy who will get picked up this following year. And, you know, 2021, it's wheels up. He'll still be battling and playing with Spiller, but I have no doubt they will find a way to get him some touches and just continue to build and develop this player. But A-Chain is a stud and someone to pay attention to going forward and someone that is making a huge value jump, probably not even rostered in your deep Debbie leagues. So as we continue to dive into these younger prospects, these younger Debbie guys that are incoming freshmen or in their freshman season, it's really, really important to understand value and constantly pay attention to the different factors that are going to affect that value because you can definitely get ahead of spikes and drops in value if you are well-versed in the news and you're paying attention with us. So we'll do whatever we can to get you that. Guys like Bigsby had a, a hell of a year. Gibbs had a hell of a year. You know, these are guys that maintained value and, and probably solidified themselves going forward. You got guys like Marshawn Lloyd, who was another five-star prospect at South Carolina. He had a huge injury, wasn't able to play this year. He will jump back on the radar, but he's a name that people are forgetting about. Jace McClellan is going to have a big opportunity to pick up some snaps at Alabama as Harris leaves there. So just pay attention. Continue to look for these guys. Guys are flashing their freshman year or injuries happen or you know, guys transfer recruits, whatever it is, pay attention and, and check out the, the volatility of the value and understand how you can stay ahead of that because this is a game of value. So, so important to your championships going forward. As always, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I can't believe we're through six episodes already. We're already a week into 2021. I'm going to end you with one little quote here because we know 2020 was trash. We know it has so much going on. But we also learned a ton, and I guarantee we, we got to the point where we can take that and, and just build on something great. So my quote for the day, you don't come this far to only come this far. Keep grinding, make 2021 even better because of what happened in 2020. I'll catch you in a week. Elite Seekers out. <laughs>